Hello, and welcome to Vibing with Murph, a podcast about getting through the challenges of the craziness that is life, becoming the best version of yourself while doing it, and all that fun shit, plus some random ass shit peppered in there, because you know what, big fan of pepper, I literally put that shit on everything, okay? First off, I want to take a moment to thank you all for tuning in to episode one. The amount of support, the amount of messages, um, and the feedback that I have received has been so overwhelming in the best possible way. Like the amount of people who I haven't talked to in years who have reached out to me, like thanking me, saying it's resonated with them, saying they loved it and like can't wait for um, to keep hearing more. Honestly, it's just been amazing. And obviously, I started this podcast with like high hopes and having complete belief in myself. But for the first episode, for me to get the kind of feedback I did, like honestly, thank you so much. It has just confirmed within myself that this is like that I'm on the right path with this. So again, thank you. But yeah, here we are. Episode number two. I guess I guess I'm I guess I'm really fucking doing this, eh? Episode number two, like I could have just put one out there and said, fuck it. That's it. Left y'all hanging. But don't worry. I'm here. I'm back. And we're, we're going to keep doing this. We're, we're doing this every week. Doing it live. Anyway, today's episode is going to be mostly based around like um, routines, habits I've incorporated into my life, how they've essentially changed my life. And so I'm going to give a bunch of those, talk about those, go through them. I'm also going to give like a play-by-play of what my daily routine looks like. And then I'm going to kind of completely fuck with your heads and bring in a little twist because I'm just fucking crazy like that. So let's dive right into it, shall we? Okay, so I'm going to throw eight habits at you guys, okay? Uh, Yeah, that's right. Eight habits that I, Murph, have worked hard on making part of my daily life. Um, One of them I can't do daily because I don't shit money. Although, you know, I, I actually have heard that some girls sell, like, I know this is fucked, but they, like, sell either, like, jars of their, like, farts or shits to people. And they make a lot of money on it. So, you know what? Maybe I am shitting money, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Not going to invest in that. I'm doing a podcast. I'm not selling my shit. Anyway. <laughs> Number one. Okay, this one's big. This one's huge. They're all huge, but this one's especially huge. Cutting back screen time. This is honestly like made a big, big difference in my life. Because, you know, I'm sure you hear it all the time, but like it really does help. Not only is cutting back on the screen time like just better for our like eyes. I know after I stare at a screen for a while, like I actually am fucking blind. And I am convinced my eyesight has gotten worse like since I started my job um, in sports because I stare at a screen all the time and my eyes are fucked. But we already have like so much fucking information being thrown at us constantly with our little like computer pockets on us all the time. That's That was so boomer of me. Computer pockets. But anyway, <laughs> our brains really do like need a minute, man. Like I know like it's not that easy. Like I said, like my job really like I need to, I literally stare at a screen from the time I'm there to the time I leave. Um, so I get it. But 
I mean like social even like just social media like texting all that shit all the time like just constantly taking in information all the time like my rule of thumb is to not fuck with social media or texting or any of that shit for up to an hour before I go to bed and then an hour after I wake up the hour before bed like gives me um, time to like really wind down after my day and it just preps me helps me get right into a good sleep I used to have like a lot of issues with insomnia and when I started incorporating this practice into my life now I fall asleep so much faster it's wild and like the hour after you wake up it keeps your brain from like just getting pounded with information first thing in the day like as soon as you open your eyes no wonder everyone is so stressed and anxious these days it's because like you wake up and you automatically reach for your phone and then it's like whether it's you know emails um from your boss from co-workers even just like honestly like I have I'm signed up for so many fucking emails that I open my like email uh my mailbox and it's just like so many random things and just even just seeing that it's just like Jesus Christ like this is overwhelming and then sometimes you know you look at your phone too and like text messages and like who knows what kind of text messages sorry messages you're gonna get when you wake up so it's just it's so helpful to just tune that out for an hour I even have my notifications on my phone turned off for everything even my texts so like I know a lot of people don't have like their Instagram or their Snapchat or whatever social media you use but for me um having the texting notification off is even so helpful um so I can't even see messages waiting for me like that little red dot is not even there even if I do have messages waiting for me it's literally trained my brain to not look at my phone half as much because my brain has almost tricked itself into thinking I have no messages yeah tricked tricking I have so many messages so many it's only tricking it's not real I have so many messages really popular really cool anyway do this like it's actually so helpful my brain like I honestly don't look at my phone half as much as I used to because it's just like I don't know I really don't my brain has tricked itself to thinking like I don't have these messages so I just don't look at it and you know if someone really needs you they're gonna call you okay that's just it but honestly like like I said, especially in the morning, like this one is even more helpful for me than not looking up at it for an up to an hour before I sleep. It like gives yourself, you know, your time to wake up and just be. It really prepares you so much more for when you actually have to be on the map and you're working and you have no really choice but to be on your phone or whatever. I get everyone's super busy, but like, you know, tell your ego to fuck off for a bit. The world isn't going to crumble if you give yourself some much needed time to wind down at the end of the day and to just be before your hectic day starts. Number two, journaling. Um, <laughs> so I used to have like such a weird reaction to when I heard people writing in a journal or a diary or like, you know, whatever you want to call it. I used to be like, ew, like feelings, gross. You know, like when you're a kid and like, I don't know, like, I mean, this was definitely more common for females, but it's like, you had your diary and it's like dear diary um today so and so I don't know looked at me on the playground I have such a crush on him like I'm gonna go play grounders with him later and whip a ball at him not grounders my god red ass is what I'm thinking of or I'm gonna play grounders later and rip his arm off that's just my aggression coming in literally literally have been aggressive since I was a child but that is neither here nor there um Journaling is just not about feelings. 
you can write your feelings, of course, but also just getting like your thoughts down on paper instead of spiraling in your head. Like things can be made bet like better sense of on paper. It also doesn't hurt to write down what you're thankful for. You know, show some fucking gratitude. We all have a lot to be thankful for. If you woke up today and you're listening to this podcast, you're blessed and you have that to be thankful for. Not just listening to my podcast, but mostly just, you know, a lot of people would love to have another chance at life and a lot of people don't get that. So that's a major blessing. Um, Start practicing that gratitude, man. Just like for what you do have in life and your like outlook on life, I promise you will change pretty quickly. Like you really start to notice more when you are practicing practicing gratitude you really do realize how much you have I like to journal in the morning within that first hour after I wake up and if I don't get the chance uh, like that hour before I go to bed but really whatever time you can to date even to just jot a few notes down like it doesn't have to be like some three pager like sometimes I say three pager because sometimes man I do have three pagers but other days I'm like okay I have like one page so don't overthink it just like literally write down what you're thinking um meditation number three get quiet with yourself man i know meditation can be daunting to a lot of people because whenever i bring that up like people are just like nah like get away you fucking hippie just kidding no one no one actually says that to me but i'm sure some people really are thinking it and p.s like honestly i think hippies have it fucking figured out but people do like i have actually heard people say to me like you know what? I can't not think for that long. Yeah, obviously, man. It's a misconception. That's not what meditation is about. Meditation is not about not thinking at all. Humans are far too complex to have zero thoughts. If we have no thoughts, we dead. We ain't living. You ain't alive. So that's not what it's about. It's about letting your thoughts come and go, letting them say hello, and then letting them pass on by and pass on by. Practicing meditation like really I think makes us better at being able to filter in and out our thoughts when we're not meditating and we are going through the paces of our day. I've become way better at doing that and actually like knowing that I'm not my thoughts because sometimes like I'm telling you like I'm straight up ADHD and I better not be my thoughts because that's psychopathic behavior because like the amount of thoughts that go in and out of my head in a amount of 10 seconds like holy crap it's just like I swear to god there's always a banjo playing in the background of my thoughts like that just gives you a little picture of what's what it's like to live in my brain but anyway like I'm still not perfect in this area like man like I still have meltdowns I can't always filter in and out my thoughts it's not just as easy as it sounds but I am much better at really like like being aware and like it just makes me much more at peace like practicing it over and over and over just makes you more well equipped to handle everyday life and then when I do have those meltdowns I'm much more able to calm myself down and snap out of it not right away but I am able to do it but uh, meltdowns are a part of life we all have them if you don't let yourself have them because you need to get that you know that inside pressure out Um, I use guided meditation I used to do just like solo dolo, but I have started using like guided now for quite a long time. I use guided, um, sorry, 
purely being guided meditation by lucy b love on spotify she has a bunch she can really like you can just go through them and what i honestly do is kind of just look at them and see either like maybe i only want to do it for 25 minutes one day and i'm like okay like i'm gonna choose this one and she'll just have a bunch of different topics and maybe another day i only want to do eight minutes so she's good for that i've also been pretty keen on sleep hypnosis so every night for around five months now I've been using doing that um and I understand like if you have a partner you sleep with this might not be as easy but they might actually vibe with it too you never know or you can get headphones and put them on because apparently it works better that way with all these like sound waves and stuff um but you know obviously not everyone wants to have headphones over their head or ear like airpods in their ears when they sleep so that's fair too but I mean this is again just a suggestion something that has helped improve my life big time number four halfway through guys we're we're fucking powering through here um eating well but still treating yourself okay this one's close to my heart um i fucking love shitty food okay <laughs> like i fucking love it people have like their vices okay smoking drinking weed sex whatever you have your vice my vice is food that is fucking terrible for me I fucking lo lo like love food that is terrible for me and it it's just it's such a toxic relationship but also so so beautiful uh gravy yes cheese sauce absolutely pan pizza from Domino's all to myself in one sitting yep party pack of peanut M&Ms all to myself in one sitting yes a whole tub of ice cream yeah oh yeah oh yeah disgusting I know but like man it's romantic at the same time but anyway, obviously, like, I can't eat like this all the time or I would be like fucking Tubby Tompkins walking around here. And I don't know that's like a pretty obscure reference. I don't know if anybody watched the show Little Lulu in like the 90s on the Family Channel. But like essentially like Tubby, Tom's, T Tubby Tompkins, can't even say it, was um, essentially a round ball of a human. And like his name was Tubby. OK, like, you know, it's not hard to figure it out. But he was also a fucking menace. But anyway. I would literally be this Tubby Tompkins dude running all around Toronto looking like a goddamn apple because I'm also a short queen who packs on fat in all the wrong places. So like, you know, it just wouldn't work, but it also wouldn't be good for my insides. And you know, my, my body is a temple and so is yours. Okay. Our bodies need us more than we need our bodies. Sorry. We need our bodies more than our bodies need us. Yeah, that's right. I just fucked that up for a second, but doesn't matter I got the right point across but honestly like nourishing your body with good food feels so much better than constantly putting bad food in your belly like the gut and the brain so connected you're a fool if you think that what you're putting in your body doesn't affect your mentals like it 100% does um so like just start eating well man like good food doesn't have to be gross it's just the way that society has literally literally portrayed it for so long and eating well doesn't mean you can't ever eat greasy ass, shitty ass, whole pan pizza from Domino's to yourself ass food. I still eat my burgers and my pizza and all that other shit. Like I just don't eat it every day. And honestly, I'm pretty blessed that um, my mom like taught me how to cook growing up. And then I also got the opportunity to learn how to cook at her restaurant growing up. So I'm pretty like sick with it. I'm sick with it in the kitchen. So... <laughs> But I really do enjoy my own cooking. So, like, if that's an issue for you, maybe, like, 
explore a bit more like get into cooking a bit more or something because honestly when you're eating out and stuff like that all the time or buying like freezer food and stuff like that you don't know what's in it so when you are cooking yourself you can control what you're putting in your food you had to grow that self-discipline muscle motherfuckers just like you would any other muscle but like don't be a fool again and think your whole life is just gonna change after like eating well for a week just like after you eat shitty for a few days like that's not going to make you gain ten, gain 10 pounds like working out for one week like isn't going to make you lose 10 pounds you actually just like have to work at it even if you think like it's just going to be a quick fix and like or it's not working for you in a week and you just give up like you're once again a fool it is taking me nearly like not even nearly now it's, it's literally been three years since I really started being um consistent with this and very disciplined with this so it's taking me like three years to like lose and keep off 30 pounds okay why because you have to commit to the process and not focus instantly on results it's just not how it works even after me doing all these habits for one week like all the ones I'm gonna talk about today I wasn't like wow like this is an amazing life like I still felt resistance I still do feel resistance a lot of the time but it's about getting your values straight committing to them and even when you're not seeing an instant return, just having faith that your hard work's going to pay off because it will. Okay, number five. Now, cut back on drinking or completely eliminate drinking for a while and like just cut it out with all your other distractions. I think this one might get a lot of fuck-offs because obviously people fucking love their booze and love their distractions. And I'm not saying you like, have to completely quit out uh, sorry quit drinking I don't consider myself to have completely stopped but like I only do it when I'm celebrating something like a wedding an engagement uh not seeing someone for a long time just pretty much special occasions consuming alcohol literally man on a regular basis is fucking killing you it is and it's holding you back my dudes is straight up so bad for you both physically and mentally and is a distraction for whatever you're trying to avoid in your life how nice how nice are these distractions right but like a fun little fact the more you drink and the more you ignore these things the worse they're gonna get might feel like good for a little bit but they will get worse I'm the fucking poster girl for this anybody who has known me for a long time knows that I loved to get after it if there was a shaker I was there and not only was I physically there I was the drunkest person doing crazy ass shit like literally chugging beers crushing the bottles not the bottles that would be dangerous but like crunching the bottles on my head like I was just fucked but like I was also miserable I did talk about that a little bit in the first episode about how much I would drink to kind of just like forget essentially or just like not even forget mostly just like numb whatever like however I was feeling because I was just so resistant to feeling anything but you know this isn't just for booze like this is for weed too smoking binge eating romantic relationships like out of control shopping and buying shit you don't need like just fucking stop with the distractions and sit with yourself through the discomfort man like get to know yourself face yourself face your traumas and do something about them honestly just do something about them these distractions they're not helping you they might temporarily but why do you think midlife crisis has happened man why do you think they're a thing people don't face 
shit for so long and put it off and put it off and put it off and you hear people like in their 40s and stuff like completely having meltdowns completely becoming like a different person because they've just been putting away shit for so long that eventually when it has no choice but to come out you really don't know how to deal with it because you're like I don't know who the fuck I am anymore so you just gotta face it like if you keep ignoring it like I said it's only gonna get worse and worse from me like cutting out my distraction bullshit I'm now like in so much more present in my work I've never been more disciplined in my life I really trust myself I really love myself I know my worth I know my value and it is so like fucking liberating man another reminder none of this is easy but everybody has it in them to do what's tough and you'll be better for it number six check in on the people you fucking love okay this one seems easy but as we all know life can be crazy hectic sometimes you get caught up in yourself and forget about you know the people who matter I don't know about you but I would be literally nada without my friends and family literally I don't know I don't know where the fuck I'd be we all need support systems and we cannot expect to have our cup filled if we're not filling the cup of others that's just fucking selfish and never under literally never underestimate the benefit of being there for others serving and being there for others is what I truly believe like we were all put on earth here to do and there is such fulfillment in actually doing it it builds self-esteem confidence and it builds everlasting relationships man giving is key because you give you receive it's just a beautiful loop of happiness that was a bit dust but I mean whatever and for those of you who don't know what dust means it's it's a term that me and my friends use it just kind of means like I don't know it's just dust (laughs) um number seven um therapy so this is the one I was talking about that I don't do every day because I'm not shitting money or maybe I am shitting money like because I guess we kind of touched on that I could shit money I guess but right now we're sticking with I'm not shitting money okay so therapy (laughs) every single human on this earth can benefit from therapy I'm telling you right now every single person I used to be like emotions off walls up never feel or show any emotions I'm too cool but like over time obviously I started realizing that it wasn't serving me anymore it wasn't who I am to my core after like going to therapy I actually like realized you know I am a very compassionate and like emotional person so no wonder I was like boozing all the time and like shutting down and like just being kind of like probably pretty fucking bitchy a lot of the time too because I was just like shutting off my emotions when really like love and emotions and like compassion is really like who I am at my core so that armor I was building up my entire life to protect me from whatever childhood trauma it was no longer serving me because I'm a fucking adult now I don't need anything to protect me anymore the armor is just like I don't need it so I started therapy this past July and it really really helped me I've always considered myself to have like a very like gray area way of thinking but even like through going through therapy my therapist who is the best she's awesome opened my eyes to ways I was still living in a black and white white way of thinking and limiting myself when I really thought I was like a just a great thinker with everything um and even just talking about stuff with someone who like literally knows nothing about you is liberating because they just tell you how it is and it is what we have to hear 
often people like who love us could can be a bit more tender with us and like sometimes if we're talking to friends like honestly love your friends like always go to your friends for some advice but like sometimes it's the blind leading the fucking blind don't go to your friend for a relationship advice if they're like literally lacking in that area as well when I say lacking I don't mean like it's because they're not dating anybody but if they have a shitty ass dating record and they're kind of like fucked when it comes to relationships they're probably not the best person to give you relationship advice or like if someone's shitty with money don't go to them for money advice it's just going to a therapist and like laying out your thoughts to someone who is just you know not judging you and just telling you how it is can be really helpful and I know it's really scary okay I get it it's like really really fucking scary at first but it actually isn't that scary I promise you that like at first you will be but it becomes liberating honestly to find out what the fuck is going on deep down within you and why you live the way you do and why you are the way you are we have to hear like fucked up shit about us in order for us to change ourselves and become the best version of ourselves and not only for ourselves but for the people we love and the world as a whole the better relationship you have with you the more you're going to be able to be there for other people and i have written this in like one of my instagram posts um you know oftentimes I hear so many people being like you know this the world sucks like oh everything's so hard like fuck this world's so shitty the world's fucked and yeah man I'm guilty too I've said it 100% probably said it a million fucking times probably still say it but the only way we can like fix the world is by fixing ourselves okay by becoming the best version of you that's how we fix the world you have to be like individually if every single person in this world was the best version of themselves then you got a better world okay people make up the world better people better fucking world and um you know like i said like not shitting like fucking money for those of you who are like yeah no me neither i can't afford therapy and like i get it man like it is fucking expensive but if you have benefits with your job check in to see if that covers it because a lot of benefits do um and if you don't have benefits i found a website this is for my ontario folk it's called ally therapy a-l-l-i and they're essentially like resident therapists who charge you what you can afford so it's like um i think you could do from like 40 dollars to 90 dollars um so i was paying like 40 bucks per session and like she's really great and she's helped me so much so do yourself a favor explore what's available to you and get over yourself if you're tough enough to avoid your emotions for all this time then you must be tough enough to try something that scares you okay fucking practice what you preach and you know whoever is listening to this or whoever you've heard says oh like i don't believe in therapy i'm telling you right now those people are the people who need it the most shout out okay shout fucking out um, and last, oh my God, seriously, last? Okay, yeah, I guess that was number seven. Exercise. This is 100% is the most important one for me. Exercise and working out is hands down my safe haven, okay? Like I can honestly say I do not know where I would be today if I did not dedicate myself to a workout routine, 100%. And it's not easy and it honestly, it never gets easy, but you really do just get better at it and you start to enjoy the challenge. I haven't stepped inside a gym since before COVID, okay? And I'm down 30 pounds since February, 2021. So so that's three years ago. I dedicated myself to like working out from home at first. 
um, purchase weights, all of that stuff. Um, on I use um, YouTube for my workout tapes. I also use like the Peloton app. But started off with her name's Heather Robinson, and she does like, and this is for girls and guys, man. Like they are challenging. Those are awesome. Like there are ways if you're like, man, like I don't really like going to the gym. I don't like people looking at me. Blah blah blah. Like I did lose all of this weight never stepping foot into a gym um and I start over out small like I've always worked out and stuff but like I've never really like really invested myself until I started it three years ago and I started out like small with weights and then I grew like brought myself up and now I'm lifting heavy so I also like my roommate Christine shout out to you Christine um she bought a Peloton and she let me use it and I like never have been into spinning ever um but she let me try it out and I'm fucking obsessed with it and now I have my own like I'm literally obsessed with the Peloton it's the best thing that's ever happened to me I know this is free marketing for you Peloton but I don't care because I fucking love it it is the best workout like the trainers on it like they're just every everybody's the best it's just awesome I love it regardless like you know, dedicate yourself to a workout regimen and it will really change your life. It's not about like a quick fix. Like the other stuff I said, like it's not about losing 10 pounds in two months because you're going to the Caribbean or Caribbean or however you pronounce it. It's a lifestyle change, man. Like all of this is, it's completely lifestyle. Like if you want to become the best version of yourself and think it's going to be a quick fix, like reality check, my dudes, like it's time to fall in love with the process because you're not going to stick with anything that you have a due date on like it's just there's a due date the due date passes and they're just kind of like oh I'm free like no you'll just gain it all back or you just fall back into your shitty fucking distractions and routines get serious grow your discipline muscle while you're growing your actual muscles start small just body weight if you have to and like I said go up to like grow your way up start at three fucking pound weights if you have to like it doesn't matter time's gonna pass anyway so just start doing it. You're more likely to build your confidence this way anyway, which will lead you to sticking into it. Okay, so those are the eight habits. Habits and just whatever, like routines. Because I want to say habit for therapy because I don't do it every day. And I think habits are more so things you do pretty consistently. So to recap, number one, cutting back on screen time. Then we go to journaling meditation, eating well, but still treating yourself, cutting back on drinking, completely eliminating for a while, or in, or not or, and just cut it, cut it out with those other distractions, checking on the people you love, therapy, and exercise. So like, kind of what my day looks like is I wake up, like I said, don't um, look at my phone for an hour. I usually sometimes I'll take Buddy my dog for a walk like right when I wake up if not I'll um you know make some tea come down to my room journal meditate then I'll take Buddy for a walk if I haven't already and by the time I get back most of the times it's like an hour to an hour and a half after I wake up woken up or maybe two hours and I haven't looked at my phone so that's awesome that's and those are like three things just knocked off right there um then I typically will eat well yeah I'll typically eat and then I'll um wait for a bit do like whatever maybe read or something like that or if I have to do some work I'll do some of that 
Um, and then after a little bit of eating, I'll do my resistance training. So like weights and stuff. Then I'll rip the Peloton. And then after that, I'm pretty much like ready to go to work. Um, and I'm always texting the people I love, of course. And honestly, like I said, I only drink every now and then. So I'm not drinking much. But then I go to work. I work late at night. So I do have more time than like a lot of people probably do to get my workout into my day. But like there's sometimes where I would work like earlier in the day. So I'd work at like 10 a.m. or something. But I would in order to fit everything up in my schedule, like all my working out and all like the meditation and all that stuff, I was getting up at like six o'clock, even though I obviously did not have to. Um, and then if I couldn't fit it in, then I was doing it after work. I was just like, I always make sure that I can fit it in because it's really important to me. And I have seen all of the amazing like benefits that it, it has given to my life. And I know that like, this is a lot of shit. Like this is a lot of stuff. It's like information overload. I know people have kids and stuff like that too. But I mean, like I work two jobs and then I also do this. So if you like, if you want to change something, you will. If you don't, you won't. My routine doesn't like have to be your routine. This is just something I have done and it works for me. But like just find out things that make you feel good and work, really work hard to incorporate them into your life. Start small. Like most times people try and commit to this stuff for their New Year's resolution and it, it never works because you go fucking too hard and then, you know, you fall off. Like incorporate these things slowly and over time you'll be able to handle more. Like I said, I didn't lose 30 pounds in a few months. I'm three years and I'm still working hard at it, okay? Like slowly increasing my weights and intensity and trying new things. Still fucking working at it. It's a lifestyle change. Quick fixes ain't your friend. They're not it, man. But like you have to just learn to do things even when you don't want to do them because that's how these habits are built and how these changes are made. It's not meant to be easy. If making changes was easy, then the world would be in a much better position, dude. Like when you don't want to do something, it's the most important time to do something. I hate hearing like, I'm just not motivated right now or like I'm waiting to be, be motivated or like, you know what, this works for me. So once I start doing it, it'll start working for me. Like, sorry, like if you can think it works for you, but if you keep falling off it, it's not working for you. So find something new. And if I'm just not motivated right now. If you're waiting for motivation, you're going to be waiting forever. Motivation comes and motivation goes. You know, you got to do things when you don't want to do it because then you just get in the habit of always doing things when you don't want to do it. And that's not even just in working out and stuff. It's like with work and like with other areas of your life, relationships and everything. Like honestly, it's just, it tunes in with every single part of your life. Okay, so this is where the twist comes in. Okay, bum, bum, bum. That was a really good sound effect, I know. Um, so, like I said, I practice all of these besides the therapy every day um, in some shape or form. And when I first really started doing them, man, I was feeling wicked. I was fucking feeling like I'm on top of the world. Nothing can get me down. Like, what a high, man. Like, And I mentioned in my first episode how I had a really bad November because I had to go through like a second bout of very invasive invasive dental surgery um side note I'm actually getting an actual tooth this week a real tooth a real fake tooth this week I've I've been without tooth in like the front of my face 
since the end of May, okay? So, like, we're, like, kind of creeping in on a year here, okay? And honestly, I know I'm getting off on a little bit of a tangent here. I am. I'm going to miss not having a tooth. It is. It has been a fun experience. It's a great party trick. Always makes people laugh. Um, and you know what? It's, it's kind of charming. I'm not going to lie. But anyway, <laughs> I'm going to get a new tooth this week. So this is huge. Going to be able to smile without this goddamn retainer I have to use. And for those of you who've never seen me with this retainer, like people think I have Invisalign. I don't. I take it out and there's literally a, a fake tooth sitting in the retainer that goes in the place of where my tooth is gone. It is very, very attractive. Very attractive. I'm actually like recording this podcast right now without it in because when I have it in, I have a lisp. And when I was like doing a practice recording the other day and I said literally like a few times because clearly I say literally too much in this podcast, but that's neither here nor there. Um, you could hear the lisp big time and I was like gotta take that out so this is coming to you from a toothless girl anyway (laughs) november i couldn't i had i went through this dental surgery and my dentist told me i couldn't work out okay he told me i couldn't work out for a while because i had to let it heal and since it had gotten infected before we were really scared that it was going to happen again and it was just pretty much like it can't happen again so I had to be really strict about not working out. So my mental health literally started to crumble because I couldn't stick to my routine, okay? And then other parts of my routine started to crumble because I couldn't stick to the other parts. It was very, it was just bad. And that's why I was not feeling good. I was like, my routine was off. I felt off. Everything was off. So I talked to my therapist and she was like, dude, like, being so dependent on a routine isn't good for you either she told me like she's like you need to find a way to still be able to be okay if you can't do a part of your routine because life happens like what if you go on like vacation like what are you gonna have a miserable vacation because you can't like work out one day or you can't meditate one day or like you can't journal or like or you have a few drinks and you're not celebrating something like and I that really like hit me hard because I was like oh my god like I've become so dependent on my routine that it's almost become unhealthy in a way of its own. So since this has happened, I've now been like practicing almost to not be so strict with it. And of course, this kind of comes like after you already have the routine, because when you're first like building these habits, you got to, you know, like I said, build slow, but stay committed. Um, But you got to for me for those of you for those of you who like are really like stuck to a routine and stuff just like give yourself some breathing room to like not be so obsessed with it because like there there were honestly times where someone would ask me to like hey you want to go out for like a coffee and I'm like hmm okay like I have to work out at 6 p.m sorry I have to work at 6 p.m so that means I have to leave for work around 4 30 um so and I have to work out I have to do this I have to do that I have to meditate blah 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 and then I would like I'd be getting up at like 9 a.m and that gives me like so much fucking time <laughs> that I could go out for a half hour to an hour coffee with someone but I would say no because I was like I need to stick to my routine like I need to do my routine I need to work out blah 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 and like that's not good man like that's not good for my relationships and my relationships with my friends are really important to me so like I know I'm telling you to be disciplined 
and you 100% have to be disciplined, but also like give yourself room for mistake, okay? Because I was so, so obsessed with my routine after a while that I would, I would get down on myself if like I had to skip something or like, or if I didn't do something because I was like, oh, like get, I'd literally be like talking to myself negatively and be mean to myself. And like, that's essentially just as unhealthy as not having a workout regimen at all. So like now I really force myself to relax. So I guess it wasn't that much of a twist, but like the, the way I look at it, I'm like, okay, like I'm telling you to like be disciplined, be disciplined, be disciplined. But I'm also telling you to just like be patient with yourself as well I think that's that's what I'm trying to say here because like if you're too hard on yourself that's just not good news either because like you gotta you gotta speak to yourself nicely you gotta give yourself room for error because like you find out what works for you and what doesn't but like just like you know I would be a hypocrite if I'm telling you that to change stuff but then if I can't change myself even if it's from like positive habits, you know, it's called balance, y'all. So, uh, I think that's all I have to say for today. I know that was a lot. Hope it wasn't too overwhelming. Hope you got something out of this episode. Um, like, share, follow, rate. Thank you for listening to this podcast so much from the bottom of my heart. And remember, I'm on this journey too. I don't have it all figured out and I will always be learning. I'm a traveler, not a map maker, okay? Love y'all.